All right. Um, You ready to go? I'm just going to dive on in, and we'll see where where the show takes us. Yeah, let's let's fuck it. Let's do it. Fuck a duck. Let's do this. One second. I think someone knocked on my door. One second. Please don't die. Did he die? Stay tuned after the intro. Welcome to the Wicked Pixelated spin-off show. What is this, a crossover episode? <laughs> uh, I'm Nudis, and who's the special crossover guest today? Oh, it's uh, Brandon from Digital Therapy over here. What up, Brando? <laughs> Not much, my dude. It has been a minute since we have chatted, for sure. Yeah. Uh, for people who don't know... I got to chill with Brandon in Colorado for a gorillas concert, and he let me stay in his apartment, and it was super cool and fun. <laughs> I did. You, like, crashed on my couch and stuff. <laughs> it was pretty sweet. We had a good time. That was greatly appreciated, dude. I agree. Uh, you should totally say hello to Miss Blake next time you see her for me. Whoa, Blake's name just got mentioned on the podcast. I'll yeah. Now, now she has to listen to it because she's like, are you talking <laughs> shit? Are you not? I guess I got to listen. <laughs> yeah, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. <laughs> cool, man. So uh, you are officially guest number two of this podcast. Oh. Wow, I'm very honored. And with last show, we kind of just won it and we just eased into topics and stuff. So Yeah, we're wet. Wanging it here. We're winging it. We're wanging it. So, we're chunking it. one thing I want to talk about for sure, because it's like really the only topic I had in my head. Yeah. Is I want to talk to you about Overwatch. Okay. Yeah, I like I like Overwatch, so I'd be down to talk to you about. What would you like to talk about with Overwatch? I know hardly anything of Overwatch because I played it when it came out. Not even like played it. I red boxed it for like three days, and I was like, okay, this is cool. I get it. And I've never touched it since, and, like, years later, it has this community, Twitch culture, like, the multiplayer game. It's still releasing characters, and I'm just like, probably probably should have stayed on that train. (laughs) Yeah, it's never uh, too late to jump on the hype train, Anudis, of course. Um, But, yeah, I'd love to talk. I could talk to you about some Overwatch or something. So, um, you don't really know much about it. You just played it a little bit when it first came out. Yeah, like, I want to know what's kept you playing this long. Like, what's grabbed you about this game? Um, lots of things. Um, first of all, all my friends play it. That is, hands down, probably the, the biggest reason I still play, you know, because everyone I know is playing it all the time, so I might as well play too. Um, as well, the, um, I love the art style of the game. I love the characters. Um, the, the world is cool. Um, and, and honestly, they keep up with it, and they keep updating it and keeping it balanced, which I think is super cool. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, I, yeah. I got this is kind of like a weird, curious question for me, because I, I tried to get into Monster Hunter, mm-hmm. and I just can't. Um, but they have, like, these, they have these special events where it's like, hey, play within these missions to get these, like, outfits and gears and stuff. Like, Overwatch does those limited time events, right, where, like, 
play around Halloween and get like those exclusive costumes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they have different. Um, so yeah, they have they have tons of them, one after the other. Usually, they'll do different ones. Like we just got out of the Chinese New Year one, so they were had a bunch of costumes for that and all that. So like, one if you miss those, like if I was to jump in now, like I I would feel so naked. Like, is there any way of getting the stuff that already once come out? Like, do they open it up to yeah. get unlocked again? Yeah, absolutely. That's actually um, the first year of the game. Everyone was like, "Oh no, are we gonna be able to, you know, get this stuff again?" And yeah, they totally bring back the same. So like, when Halloween rolls around again, you'll be able to get all the costumes from the last two years of Halloween or whatever, um, so on and so forth. Um, so yeah, don't don't feel like you're you know being excluded. You can't get the stuff because um, most of the stuff you can still get. There there's a couple costumes. For instance, like. Um, the Genji Oni skin, um, which you had to have played, I think it was uh, Heroes of the Storm, like so many times or whatever at the, mm. at the time they were giving it away. And I don't know if you can get that one anymore. But yeah, definitely, um, you, you can always jump in and get the costumes again for sure. All right, that, that was that was what was bugging me about Monster Hunter because I'm like, I know other games do that. Uh, yeah, um, I tried to play Monster Hunter for a while too. I couldn't really get all the way into it. Um, it, I, I didn't like how long it took to kill monsters. Yeah, so I, I, I wanted to be a part of the conversation with yeah, Monster so. Hunter because I kind of knew that it wasn't a game for me, and yet the day it was about to come out, or like the night before, so like four hours before midnight, mm-hmm. I was like, everyone at work is getting it. Maybe I can learn to love it, and I yeah. bought it. I bought it digitally, oh, and I pre-ordered for sure. it four hours before it came out. And I was like, "All right, let's see what this is." And sure enough, it just didn't click for me. It didn't click for Mike, who also picked it up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I just wasted money on that game. But it's just like that bugs me about digital games, man. Like, there's no way of trading stuff in or like, like oh, giving I know to a friend mean. or selling to a friend or something. Right, yeah, there's no way to, like, if you didn't like it or something, I've, I've done that before with games, too, um, where you, you spend 60 bucks on it because you think, you know, you're going to be into it, or your friends are doing it and all that, you know, and then you end up not really being into it, and it totally sucks. I played World of Warcraft for years, and I never really liked it that much, <laughs> so I totally understand. Well, speaking of digital games, where do you see, because you're obviously a big PlayStation guy like me, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm always on that PlayStation game. Where do you see improvement for, like, Sony's place, like online stuff? Because recently Xbox had that Game Pass thing. They've been Ooh, yeah. really doubling down on backwards compatibility, which kind of like Tim, like, on one of the episodes of GameCast, he mentioned how mm-hmm. at first he thought it was cool, like, oh, if you have the disc of Crimson Skies, you can play it on your Xbox One X. And he only just recently found out that you could just straight up buy them digitally. Yeah. So I was like, oh, so I don't actually have to find a retro game store or pay $30 because it's like a hard to find disc so that I can play this game. Yeah, absolutely. So what I'm trying to say is like Xbox is doing a bunch of cool shit digitally. And I feel like Sony's kind of like in a rut. They haven't really been doing much on the digital front. Like, Mm -hmm. what do you think they can do? (laughs) Oh, man, that's an awesome question. Um Especially because Sony needs to do a lot of things. Well, first of all, uh, just, you know, I jokingly have to say, let us change our fucking names, Sony. God. Please. 
Yes. <laughs> For the love of God, let me change my name. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so that's the first thing I would like them to change. Um, and another thing, uh, backwards compatibility, hands down. They were doing that for a little while with giving you those old PS2 games and stuff, but I haven't seen a lot of like newer ones coming out and stuff. And I feel like usually when they do put something on there, it's, I don't know, it's not like the, those gems and stuff, you know? Yeah, so, it's like I'd once really like, every other month you get like totally. a worthwhile PS2 game. Like, oh, Psychonauts and some other random stuff and other random stuff. Yeah, oh, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> and they do, um, and they did like a really cool thing for Final Fantasy VII. They did like, you know, the ultimate edition of Final Fantasy VII, which was cool. But I'd love to see some more PS1 games. Um, I would love to see, um, obviously more PS2, even PS3 if possible. I know there's PlayStation now. That's really. That's that's fine and all, but I, I and don't I know have the it's... internet to even try to enjoy PlayStation now. That's how serious oh, yeah. I'm here. <laughs> me, yeah, me neither. It just it doesn't work very well. I, the couple times I have gave it a shot, um, but yeah, I don't know. It'd be cool to see old games. Like we all like playing old games, right? Nintendo's got that unlock, um, and Xbox seems to be getting better at it. Why can't Sony? And then I have one more thing, Nudis. What I would like. Multi, uh, cross system, like play. I want to be able to play Rocket League with Xbox kids, and I want to be able to play, um, fucking Monster Hunter with PC people or something like that. You know what I mean? See, I'm actually not a proponent of that. Really? <laughs> and I hope that's not like making it a console race thing. I was like, <laughs> you jerk. I think they should be separated. <laughs> like, oh man. So like, I, just I don't think that's... I don't understand how servers work exactly, but I okay. feel like if you have like the PlayStation people on those servers, Xbox people on those servers, like you are just kind of playing with those communities. But like, if I was to play call of duty with, a PlayStation Xbox server like merged, I feel like that would just have s- such a huge amount of people in there that you would get more lag with games. Like essentially online would just be something that would have to improve over time because I feel like that would be something they have to like get used to. But also, well, or keep going. I'm sorry. Nah, you're good, man. Like I also feel like more kids would play like Call of Duty on an Xbox than on PlayStation because they just happen to own an Xbox. Yeah. So if I'm playing on PlayStation Online now, I'm getting all the annoying pretend to be ten year old kid streamers. <laughs> <laughs> Too true. I'll give you that. Um, on that note, though, um, with the server thing, uh, it would be actually it would might even or it probably wouldn't decrease load, but you you wouldn't really be doing any extra work on the computers part just because you I mean Sony already has their servers for their PlayStation network and we're already you know Xbox already has their servers for that so really all I'd be doing is like let's say you're looking for a a, a lobby in Overwatch so it's trying to find six people. Um, it's just going to be able to pull more amount of people into that lobby if possible. So uh, if anything, it would just provide more games out there, I think. Quicker um, matchmaking is basically what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, if anything. Um, it, there would just be more people to play out there with. Um, that being said, I can kind of see where you're getting at with mixing the, the communities like that. Plus, how do you deal with like same names or like i, I don't really yeah, know there's how to definitely got to be like overlap 
Yeah, I'm assuming there's it gets a little more complicated than I know on the surface, but um, I don't know. I think it could be cool. I, I I see. I'm I look at it as like why not? You know. Yeah. Well, beyond that, because I did mention Call of Duty, and I'm looking at my games here. <laughs> you know what? Not 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 even Call of Duty because I haven't started that yet. But let's talk about what games we're playing because you mentioned you're playing some cool stuff. Yeah, I was um, playing We Happy Few this morning for a little bit. Um, I, I, my friend recently gave me his Steam library, so I was trolling through his video games, see what I could play on there. Um, and I downloaded some other stuff, too, I've, that I haven't gotten to play yet, but Subnautica I was looking at. Um, and I'm trying to finish up Persona 5 at the moment. You know what? It's A for effort for going back to Persona 5. <laughs> Yes, yes. I, I wanted, I wanted to, to try to beat it again this year, but I'm not sure if I have 100 hours in me again. <laughs> uh, yeah, for real. I, I've beaten Persona 4, so it's like I, I know how long these games take, and I just like burnt myself out hard when I was playing through 5 the first time. So now I'm like, I need to go back, i got to finish this, and that's what i am kind of been doing. Yeah, I've been playing... Uh... Shoot, what have I been playing? Oh, I started the Guardians of the Galaxy... Uh, Telltale oh, oh, series. Heck yeah! How is that? It's surprisingly good. Okay. Like okay. my thing was is that I for, kind of forgot about Guardians of the Galaxy two. Like it was a good yeah. movie, but like I hadn't seen it since I saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. So I started this game and I was like, all right, I knew they were being like developed and, and released at the same time, so there'd be some similarities, but it's kind of the exact same plot with just like very few twists. Really? That's yeah. weird. Like, Mantis is in it. Uh, I don't know. Like, they even make, like, some of the same jokes or, like, they set up the same jokes. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. But beyond that, the few twists that it does take is enough for me to enjoy it. Like, oh, hey, this is different. So. That's it. That's good. I would presume, especially with the Telltale game, you can kind of make your decisions, too, to make it kind of, you know, hopefully a little different and all that. I've been wanting to play that Batman Telltale game, though. See, I have the first season of Batman, wicked good. Like, I liked it a lot. But I tried season two, and I keep... Usually when I play Telltale games, I like to make sure that I'm going to be have enough time to beat an entire episode. I don't like really stopping halfway between an episode. Oh, yeah, I totally feel you. And I really just can't get past the first uh, episode of Batman. Dang, that's, that's such two. a bummer. Yeah, it could be I, just me. I mean, I think I hear good things, but something about the intro—it's just not engaging right away, and that—that that mm-hmm. sucks. I agree. That's something that I really like to have with a game. Is you know, I want it to grab me at the beginning, so I, you know, I sit there and play it all day long. <laughs> uh, but before that, I was basically like, I had this good system because I'm trying to beat 69 games this year. 69. <laughs> I love the number you chose. Yeah. <laughs> uh. One of my friends, uh, Joshua, he's actually new to the Facebook group. Hopefully mm-hmm. you listen to the show. Um, <laughs> Hi, Joshua. But he, I saw, I added him because of something he was posting on Kind of Funny, I think, and he seemed like a cool dude. And I started following him like on his regular Facebook. And first off, he's a huge like Jim Henson Muppet fan, and I would yeah. love to just talk about that stuff. That would be really awesome. <laughs> that would be super interesting. But on top of that, he was keeping track of beating 50 games. And, like, every few days would just be, like, game number 58. And it would sometimes oh, be, like, awesome. Pokemon on the Game Boy, DuckTales on Super NES, or, like, 
Tekken That's... 7. Um, so it's just like, he just tried to beat any type of game that was at least enjoyable. I'm like, That's huh. cool. That is cool. I like that. I, I'm always that kind of person that like starts something and doesn't finish it too. So I, I would, that'd be good for me. Yeah, it's, it's helped me. Like I've, I'm more selective of the games that I start right now. That's why like, maybe that's why I just can't get into Monster Hunter because I just know it's a time investment and that's just not something I want to play right now. Yeah, that's understandable. It's a huge time sink, Monster Hunter especially. It reminds me a lot of like MMOs and stuff in that way. For sure. But uh, some other like indie games I was playing, and probably my new favorite game, like mm-hmm. it is officially in my top five of games, is fucking Night in the Woods. Night in the Woods. I don't think I've heard of that. Oh my god, dude! This game is incredible. So, and it's like a twenty dollar indie game. Oh heck yeah! So, it's about it's like this. Uh, it was a Kickstarter project, right? And it reached its Kickstarter goal and went beyond and managed to, like, make this game really, really special. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, like, a platformer, side-scrolling, but you play this, like, cat girl named May, and she's, yeah. like, a college dropout, and she just moved back to her hometown with her parents in, like, this, like, small middle-of-nowhere town. And it's basically just depressing <laughs> early 20s life. <laughs> That sounds <laughs> and, like my sort of thing. <laughs> and, but it's, instead of people, they're just disguised as animals, like your best friends, like this crocodile girl. And, oh, man. The dialogue in it is just super real. Like, it's very... It's just how a girl like that would talk in her situation uh-huh. kind of thing. And being that I'm a 20s person living with my parents in a small town, I relate with this <laughs> game way more than I should. Heck yeah, that's excellent, man. I love a good indie game, especially if you can tell me a good story. That's what's up. Yeah, so It's like I, what they're for, you know? So I highly recommend this game, and I just bought a... They had like a prequel game on Steam called Lost Constellation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a mini game where you look at constellations and this guy tells you a story for each one. Oh, so, that's interesting. So it's basically just like a half hour story. How long would you say that the the original game is? Ooh, the original game? I put it in at pretty long, but that's because I explored every possible dialogue path. For sure, for sure. So and like, maybe... So, like, it's very linear in... Or it can be linear, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, hey, I gotta go talk to this person. And you could just go straight there, but what I would do is I would go into... Because there's, like, a limited amount of places you could go to, sort of. Mm-hmm. And I would just go to each place, talk to every person in that place, and hear what they had to say. And then go do the mission i love that sort of stuff personally and and then once it goes into the next day you know you're back in town you're going you're able to go to the same uh spots main street the church the store and i would go to those places talk to those people again and i would do that for every day talk to everyone in town every day because it was like that's cool they have different dialogue side story for each character that you're like reading as the days go by and it's just like oh that's majorly cool i love that idea yeah that's excellent I will definitely have to check that out. Where is it on PlayStation? I presume. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's just twenty bucks. Yeah, twenty bucks, man. Like Thanks. I've already convinced my friend Ryan to buy it, because uh, he said he'd buy it if I bought Pyre. So I bought Pyre. Pyre. I've heard good things about that one too. Is that the um? Is that uh, one? Who's that made by? Uh, Supergiant. That's what I thought. Supergiant is their new one. It it's like a tactics RPG, right? It's. As Marty said, it's religious basketball. <laughs> religious basketball. Yeah. And that's oh. another game that had like amazing dialogue. 
like hidden behind a strategy ba- basketball game. <laughs> that is crazy sounding. Yeah. So I like that game a lot. And that game deals a lot with morals where what convinced me about it was my friend Ryan was like, by the end of that game, like he was wrecked because he felt guilty for like half the things he did in the game. And I'm like, like, all right, I'll see what he's talking about. That's awesome. Uh, that reminds me of uh, when it, when you play through Undertale and you realize, or I won't spoil it, I guess, but... All right. Um, do, do you like Undertale? Like, I love Undertale. I'm a huge Undertale fan. Okay, sell me on this game then, because I just I oh. don't see the appeal. What? But, like, Jared Petty was like super on it. You're Amazing. on it. Like, my friend Blake is. I just don't get it. So, have you ever played it? No, that's the thing. Oh. So, like, what? What is? Okay. What is this so, game? So, do you like Earthbound at all? Um, are you like a mother fan in, in any? I've never, aspect? never played Earthbound. Oh, oh, also amazing. <laughs> One of my favorite video games. Um, so good. Anyway, this game reminds me a lot of Undertale. It has a lot of Undertale. I mean, I mean, Mother Undertones. reminds me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, got all jumbled up there. Um, so yeah, um, this game is uh, is it's it's really crude looking, and but don't let that don't let that spoil it. Um, the game is super cool because instead of like a normal RPG where you just battle monster after monster and you know take them down for experience in this game you can like um, you can like talk to them instead instead of killing them yeah so you can just like have a conversation with them and you gotta like say the right things and all that and that's really cool so you, you can go through the whole game without killing a single person um, and there's actually different endings depending on if you kill anybody if you don't kill anyone if you kill some people blah 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 um, and uh, all the, all the endings are different depending on who you kill or who you don't what you say to people and all that and the gameplay is super innovative. You there's a lot of puzzle solving, um, and then there's a lot of like bullet hell sort of things when you're battling uh, enemies. See, uh, so there's more. I thought it was kind of like a. I didn't know there were like enemies. I just kind of thought there was like a, a handful of bosses. Yeah, no, no, no. It's it's like a classic, uh, like a classic JRPG sort of thing where you when you uh, you could run into enemies and you go into like a you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pokemon sort of thing, yeah. and you can you can fight them, you can talk to them, or you can um like you know give them mercy or whatever and not kill them, which is kind of cool. And then uh, it's super funny. All the dialogue is hilarious. It's it's very aware of itself. It's always like breaking the fourth wall, and the the enemies are just hilarious and. Oh man, it's it's awesome. Um, like for instance, there's one of the enemies is like a dog knight, and he's like you can get him like excited and like give him a cookie or something to like you know have him not bother you instead of fighting <laughs> him. It's it's awesome, and the the boss battles are super unique. It, the, the ending is insane too. It like will blow your mind. All right, um, I'll, I'll have to check it out then. It's like that is another yeah. like twenty dollar indie, right? Yeah, totally. It's probably even like 15 nowadays, I'd say. But yeah, super cheap, super awesome. Highly, re- I could literally gush about it all day long on your <laughs> show. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and change up the pace here. Uh, right. With the last episode, with the last episode after talking about like VR and stuff with Graydon, I was like, well, let's talk about you, like a person, and that led us to some other cool topics. So, let's talk about. You, a person, oh, Brandon. Uh, I am a, I'm a person, yeah. You obviously do digital therapy, which 
for the people who don't know, what is digital therapy? Um, digital therapy is a, a YouTube channel that I run with my buddies. Uh, we've been doing it for, what, two years now. Um, and, yeah, we make multiple videos a week usually, and we stream every Friday night. And you broke that 100 subs on YouTube a little while ago. <laughs> we Super did. It, w- it was a while back now. We got a little stagnant after that, but we're finally starting to come up again playing that YouTube game. Nice. Uh, so what got you into wanting to do something like that? Because obviously this, like, streaming culture is still new to a lot of people. Yeah, um, honestly, I got into wanting to do this stuff because I used to watch G4 back in the day. Um, yeah, for people who don't know, G4 was this awesome channel, um, in my state, it was on channel 129, and um it was amazing it was this gaming channel where it was like before you know it was common to like go on IGN and watch you know people talk about games and stuff they they had shows like X Play and Attack of the Show where like these hosts would just talk about games all day and they had other shows where they showed like new game trailers and stuff like that they had a cheats show and um cops and cops. A they also played cops. a lot of cops. Oh my god! <laughs> I never knew and there movie. were that many episode of cops. Seriously, and like more James Bond films than you like ever wanted to watch. Um, anyway, G Four is amazing. I highly recommend you guys go at least check out like Attack of the Show or something. Really good stuff. Adam Sessler's from there. Super dope. Anyway, I used to watch these people back then, and um, it made me want to like get into the game industry when I was a kid. So um, from there, you know, I just started like getting looking into it more and seeing what I had to do and all that. And um, a couple years back, I I think it was three now, I decided I'd make my own YouTube channel because that seemed to be the hot thing people were doing. And I figured I could get some experience on the side with like, you know, um, learning about the game industry and learning how to edit video and um, you know talk about games and stuff like that. So that's kind of what got me into doing all this. That's pretty cool, man. Like, I still haven't uh, dove into the actual streaming world yet, because uh, my kind of intro to doing this podcast stuff would was mainly IGN podcasts. It's, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was gonna say um, that's what I got into after G4 wasn't really a thing. I hopped over to IGN because that's kind of where uh, you know that stuff moved on to. Yeah, but was, streaming is streaming in particular is really hot right now. That's kind of why I guess we've been doing it more often. I'd definitely like to try it. It's just like I I don't understand Twitch. <laughs> like technology is super cool. Like my mom, when she hits the wrong input button, she doesn't know how to fix it. So <laughs> yeah. I get to do that like hacker man thing where I'm just like, it's this button. Uh, <laughs> hacker man but i was telling my friends like i kind of can't wait till we reach that point in technology where either something like even i just can't understand and like my fucking grandson's gonna have to fix it (laughs) and i'm like wait i already have that now with twitch because i don't get it like there's twitch prime and like people are in a chat and there's a bunch of like specific emojis and now there's uh applause i don't know no, yeah, I I agree. It's 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 really complicated. Honestly, I don't do Twitch a lot. Usually, when we stream, we go on uh, YouTube. I have streamed on there before, but um, it's totally its own world. Absolutely, like it's people. I don't personally watch a lot of streamers, but people do, man. Like I just hopped on here right now on the front page. This dude's playing Overwatch, 
and he has 3,000 people watching him right now. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, like, Twitch just had that insane record, because this, this is where I was going with yeah, it. I yeah, don't understand yeah. shit. Like, who is Ninja? Because I've never heard this dude's name before ever in my life, yet, <laughs> and yet he held the previous record for most Twitch views, and then Drake... The fucking rappers playing Fortnite, and now like yeah. six hundred thousand people are watching this, and I'm like, who right? is this? It's insane. No, I know what you mean. Especially recently, it's been blowing up hard. It's both games like Fortnite and all that. Um, first of all, Ninja is a very popular Twitch streamer. Um, he plays a lot of Fortnite, um, and yeah, I actually hopped onto his channel really quick, and he has ninety thousand people watching him right now. That's insane. God it's, damn. It's midday right now, and 90,000 people are watching this guy, you know, stream. It's insane. Um, and it just gets crazy. We were watching the Nintendo Direct on stream the other day, yeah. and there was... Oh, fuck, I forget how many there was, but I want to say there was, like, 200,000-plus people watching. Like, it was insane. I've never seen that many people on before, <laughs> you know? It's crazy. I don't... I, honestly, I've... I don't understand it all either, Anudis, but it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's worth doing. Yes, totally. I mean, like, absolutely. I, I think it's pretty important, especially if you're going to be doing online content, to try and do that. Just because it's, it's utterly popular. People want to watch that. Hell, there's this other girl doing um, beauty makeup stuff on Twitch right now. It's like all she does. That's crazy, man. Right? So, you, I feel like you have a better understanding of trends and that youtube space more than i do so like people always think like myspace is gonna last forever and it was a fad <laughs> and now we have like facebook like in the world of youtube and now like this twitch streaming stuff like is this a fad do you think this will die out at some point uh no i don't uh that makes that i'm no professional of course no you I... are you are Oh, you are. Well, thank you, Anudis. Dr. Brandon. <laughs> that makes me feel very good. Thank you. Um, but in that in that case, in my professional opinion, um, no, I don't think it's going anywhere. In fact, I think it's going to just be getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Streaming is going to be the next thing. It's gonna it's gonna take over everything. It already is. Yeah, I mean, like just with the insane numbers that you're seeing uh, people tune in, it's gonna take over TV. I mean, I know we it, all, all... it already has. Like IGN has totally. a Disney Channel, which is yeah, so insane. Right? Like if I was a kid, I would be on Disney like so hard just watching IGN, and I'm totally. so glad that exists for like my nephews to watch. I, I completely agree. It's cool to see that stuff, and you have a lot more places where you can do cross marketing in those in those areas. And it's just proven that this online content is what people want to see. I think so. It's, it's it's great because like kids are obviously the biggest market. Totally. You know, that's totally. why that's why they refer to these people as influencers because mm -hmm. they do that to people. They convince people to buy things, and younger gener younger people are just more. Uh, Susceptible, Likely. I Susceptible. suppose, yeah. <laughs> that's <the word. laughs> that um, maybe that's a mean word, but... <laughs> like, my nephew, he just watches, uh, like, Minecraft Twitch streamers, and it's always, like, the same generic voice yeah. or a British guy and just screaming, and I'm just like, why are you just watching someone play the game? Like, you have Minecraft, just play it. And then I realized, like, that's, a, that's what I did as a kid. I watched my yeah, brother yeah. play video games. So Absolutely. It's like, I just did it in person. I don't know why I, like 
hate it now, but it's just because <laughs> I don't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can I can see how it would it's weird for sure. Like it's it's super weird that we just all watch people play games instead of playing them ourselves, but I don't know, there's something about it. There's something about watching somebody play a game, especially when they're really good at it or they're, you know, good at making stories why they do it. Mm-hmm. Now like how it's obviously not easy to do this but like how easy is it to get into doing this because you're does youtube make it hard because i know you went through that whole strike thing that they gave you over some bs so it's like are they cracking down on trying to um less people try to do this sorry if that that's was like a, a weird question <laughs> oh no that's a great question actually that's an awesome question um it's youtube is always a problem i mean um especially with just the sort of stuff we make it's it's an, it, it, it becomes an issue, I guess. That being said, we don't really make money, so we don't get hit too hard by them. But um, obviously, there's a lot of people on YouTube and on Twitch trying to do, you know, very similar stuff to what we're trying to do. So it's more about playing the game, I guess, than anything else. Um, but no, it's not hard to get into either. It's um, that's why you see so many people doing it. To be honest, it's not hard to get into if you have a computer that's capable. You can literally do it right from your computer i have a bunch of cool hardware that i can use to you know hook up like my playstation and all that but i mean if you have a computer and a webcam and a microphone or a headset like you're good to go and that's i think that's why you see it being so popular it's because everybody likes to play video games lots of people like to watch them and it's honestly not very difficult so <laughs> and it's it's cool because we're seeing like the game industry see that so now a lot of games are being crafted to is this something that people would want to watch if they streamed it? Like, that's almost like a real factor in the gaming yeah, totally. process now. Like Rainbow yeah. Six, like that game's still getting DLC I, I stuff know. because it's insane to me. <laughs> people stream it and people like watching it. I I can't believe that um, that Rainbow Six Siege game is still going. When I first saw that game, I was like, I mean, I'm that's not really my kind of game, I guess, but. When I first saw that game, I was like, oh, it's going to be, you know, a crappy Ubisoft game or whatever. And it's still going. It's been years. And they still plan to go for, like, another two, I think. Good God. I know. It's insane. It's it's just because the streaming and the and all this stuff is blown up so hard. Competitive gaming especially is really big right now, too. You know what's really competitive, Brandon? What? PUBG versus <laughs> Fortnite. <laughs> oh, this is also a very hot, hot topic right now, for sure. So, hot take, what do you think, like, who wins the battle, PUBG or Fortnite? Um, I'm gonna have to give the trophy to Fortnite right now. Ooh, Mr. PUBG's giving it to Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally started off playing the PUBG's, of course, um, and... I don't know. Fortnite just does it better. I what do I? I don't know what to say. Like it runs better, it looks nicer, it um, it's free. That helps. That helps a lot of broke people. Uh, yeah. I, I I mean, what what really can you say? Like it, they just nailed it. <laughs> and Puppy G's is still having so many issues and problems. I, that being said, I did play Puppy G's a, a game or two last night, and it. It is better. They did a big update recently, and it is getting better. Mm-hmm. But the small team at Blue Hole compared to the giant team over at Epic Games, like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, they they got the cake there. So yeah, totally. Fortnite is absolutely winning right now. So where do you see, where do you see PUBG in like a year? 
because they're out on Xbox now, which I'm sure like boosted their life. <laughs> yeah. But like right now, Fortnite is just demolishing them. Like they're coming out on mobile for Christ's sakes. Oh, I know it's insane. <laughs> I, when I saw the trailer for that, I was fucking mind blown. So um, I'm just thinking like. PUBG is just going to kind of go the way of the Dodo, and it's just going to be like, people have already tried to replicate it, and they're already doing it better. And yeah. Um, they're falling to the wayside quick. Totally. You're totally right. Um, yeah, I don't know, to be honest, where PUBG is going to be in a year. They're either going to have to step their game up like crazy, um, or go free-to-play or something. I I think I free, no free to play has to be the only route. I think that's what got people into Fortnite was that. No, I, I agree, especially because I mean, think about all the, especially all the kids who play Fortnite. It is because they don't have any money to buy games. Like they can download that and play it with all their friends, you know. And then um, accidentally I mean, buy something with their mom's credit card that saved. <laughs> yeah, for, for instance, right now I'm on Twitch. I was just looking at the top games. Um, Fortnite is number one with 192,000 viewers right now. Um, and then behind that, in number fourth, is PUBG's with only 64,000 viewers right now. That being said, it's middle of the day and stuff, yeah. but, I mean, that's 150,000 viewer difference almost right there. Like, that's crazy. Man, that's nuts. I mean, I wouldn't want them to fail. I, like... No, sure. I like not, competition. Yeah. I feel like competition breeds like new ideas, so it'd be interesting to see like what PUBG can do to kinda keep the conversation on them, but Fortnite had like that John Wick character yeah. skin. And I'm like, this is just cartoony fun. Like the art style is just brighter, it's more appealing. Mm -hmm. than oh yeah, it just looks good, you know? Like it doesn't make your eyes hurt. <laughs> yeah. PUBG um, is just like running off a mod, so it's just kinda janky and jank is seriously. not a feature. Totally, it's super janky. And um, that being said, it, it it was the first, or you know, like it it'll obviously. It'll always have that. It'll always it have paved, that. Yeah, it paved its way for sure. But um, yeah, honestly, I think I think you're right. I don't I don't know if it's gonna be really around much ne next um this next year. That being said, maybe they'll do something that'll really just change that up. I guess. Mm -hmm. Um. So I'm gonna bring the circle back this conversation to the game that you mostly stream, uh, Overwatch, like, they still have you now, right? But do you, want, do you want to see Overwatch do something new, or are you okay with what they're doing? Um, uh, another really good question. I, um, I'm really actually super happy with what they're doing, um, especially right now. Like, they, they're, we're going to be getting a new character next week, I'm pretty sure. Um, Br Brigetta or whatever. Is um, she German? She, uh, she is, I think she's Swedish because um, she's Torbjorn's daughter. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, and then she worked with uh, Reinhardt like on the field or something like that. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not super into the lore, but um, no, I think they're doing amazing things right now. The game is constantly being balanced. It's still one of the most popular first-person shooters to play right now, hands down. Um, and it's constantly getting new new stuff, new updates, new characters. And I think we're just going to see it ramp up more and more. They also just, um, this year, they, they released the Overwatch League, which is awesome. It's like the NFL for Overwatch, and it's the coolest thing. Highly recommend you check it out at some point. They do Wednesday through Saturday, I think. And it feels so... 
real, you know? Like, competitive uh-huh. gaming has been, like, fringy for the past couple years, but, like, this is legit, you know? It's super legit. Well, it's really man. cool. This is, this is a good segue for me, because I know nothing of the competitive gaming, like, at MLG and stuff, so mm-hmm. has Overwatch not been a league, or, like, it has been a, a, a division? Like, how do games work in MLG, I guess? Um, it's... It's becoming more of like a thing recently, but it pretty much it just has to it has to be um, obviously balanced enough, and it has to just have enough of a following that it kind of gets going. Um, like Rainbow seen, Six has a league, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they do. It's not quite as big as the Overwatch League, of course, but yeah, they're trying to do their own league sort of thing, and um, of course, CS:GO is always popular, stuff like that. Um, but this is different where like they actually have teams and um like coaches and they you know go do seasons and stuff like that like it, um i'm sorry i lost my train of thought here what's the colorado overwatch league do they have one? Oh, we don't yet here um the big leagues right now are i think there are how many teams here or a 12 teams right now. That's uh, a pretty, um, pretty tight league. Yeah, it's pretty tight right now, but they're um, they're full-size teams with full-size coaches. They got like uh, the Soul Dynasty are really popular, Philadelphia Fusion, um, Florida Mayhem, stuff like that. Hmm. But yeah, and they all have their own like flags and, you know, stuff like that. It's really cool. I'll have to look into that like just like streaming, like I just don't really understand the whole uh, MLG sports stuff. But there's so much to learn in video games, am I right? There is. They're all different too. So it's like you know, it. We haven't really gotten to that point where we have like you know the gaming league, you know, and then you know you have different teams with different games and all that. So it's kind of all over the place a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I'm like. Partially stick and, and still like in the process of getting better. Um, yeah, I think video games are just really cool because of all the stuff they can do with sports and stuff. And now like politics are all like video games are making you bad, and I'm like, eh, you're Ugh. fucking dumb. Yeah, I agree. I don't know how much I uh, how much I support all that, but um, yeah, it's crazy where games are going. They're they're the most popular up and coming entertainment market right now. And it's crazy to think that, you know, these were just things we played in our basement with our friends, and now you can make money doing it, and you can be a professional athlete and all this stuff. It's really cool. And, dude, like, you you kind of hit on it for a second with, like, video games being such a cool thing, but, like, E3's coming up, too, right now? Yeah, yeah. So, we still got a couple minutes left, so, like, what are you excited or hoping to see um, this year. Kingdom Hearts 3, hands down. If we don't see it this year, it's never coming, and I don't have any faith in Square anymore. <laughs> 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 but it's been too long. I'm so sick of it. Just give it to us. It has to be done by now or so, so close. Please, for the love of God, Square, give me Kingdom Hearts 3. Did you see the post, uh, the post I posted of the Kingdom Hearts uh, PlayStation cover? Um, like, I don't know if I did. Monsters, Inc. It's them in the Monsters, Inc. outfits, and it has Mike Wazowski, and he's covered by a round sticker. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and then I looked it up and I realized like they did it when they released it on DVD. They covered him with the sticker and on the cereal box to put a sticker over him. Oh my god, it's that's been amazing. an ongoing joke to keep covering him up on covers. <laughs> that's so good. I love that. <laughs> um, shit. No, I'll have to check that out. I'll have to go on your Facebook and, and take a look at that. I didn't. I didn't see that one. It's wicked funny. Uh, but um, also Spider Man. I know we're probably gonna get that year, but if maybe if we could get a little bit more of like what we're gonna be doing in New York City, playing as Spider Man, I'd like to see that. Do you think that's um, a 2018 game? Do you really think it'll be this year? Oh, I sure hope it is. Um, I guess we'll see at E3. I I don't really know how far along in development they are. I would assume what it's been two years, three years now since we've heard of that announcement. Um, they gotta be close, right? Like I just think it's crazy because God of War is next month. Detroit. Oh, that's right. Detroit yeah. is surprisingly the month after. Oh my God! No way! Yeah. I totally forgot about that too. So oh, I'm like, so the excited. only other big one is Spider Man, and I'm like. Are they going to hold it to the fall? But I'm like, I feel like it's just not ready for the fall. I, yeah, I hope it is, but I, I'm I'm with you on that. We haven't really heard a lot about it or seen much since last E3. Um, and yeah, like I said, I guess we're just going to have to wait to see what it's looking like um, after E3 rolls around. Because I bet, I guarantee they'll, they'll end up showing us some stuff about that, right? They gotta. They have to. Because it's, I think that's, Gotta be the fall game that's gonna get inevitably pushed. So. <laughs> yeah, you might be end up being right. It might end up being pushed to like a uh, like the beginning of next year or something like that. I think I read that today was supposed to be the Spyro announcement, or like someone on Reddit, <gasps> someone on Reddit said that the Spyro announcement is supposed to come out today. Oh my god, I will poop myself, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so stoked for Spyro. Um, we, they gave us fucking Crash Bandicoot, so, um, please, please give us Spyro. Also, real quick, Crash Bandicoot on the Nintendo Switch blew my mind. That, I really think he's gonna join Smash, dude. <laughs> I think you might be right. I think that would be awesome. Oh my god. I would be livid. So, it's not just on the Switch, like, they release a trailer afterwards, and it's also on Xbox the same day. Oh my god, really? Yeah, so Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy is officially multi-platform. That's crazy, dude. I never thought that was going to happen. Trailer even said, like, uh, Xbox One enhanced 4K or whatever. So I'm like, damn, now the 4K is going to be, like, enhanced 4K. The 4K. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Yeah, dude, that's... I I never thought that was going to happen. I never thought I'd see Crash Bandicoot be on another system other than PlayStation. So good for Activision. That was a really smart idea. This was the Reddit rumor that the Spyro trilogy was going to get announced today, and it was going to be Ooh. called the Spyro Treasure Trilogy, and it will follow up with a demo on the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Oh my god, I would freak out. What if you already own the Insane Trilogy on PlayStation? <laughs> Do I still get to be in on that? <laughs> yeah, like that. Like that's what it is. If you own the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, there'll be a, an update that'll add oh. a demo to Spyro on there. Dude, that would be amazing. I hope that guy's not just lying to us. Well, you know, it is Reddit, and everything on Reddit is true. <laughs> it's true. That's what they say. That is what they say. <laughs> uh, bringing, it, bringing it back to uh, E3 announcement stuff, um, <clears throat> we saw a teaser the other day of the new Tomb Raider game. And <gasps> That's right. Yeah, I'm yeah. legitimately excited for that, because I kind of slept on the first game, and then I waited for uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider to come out on PS4. 
and I was just like, eh, I already own the first game for free, let me jump in. Friggin' loved it, and Dude, Rise yes. of the Tomb Raider was even f- fucking better. I completely and utterly agree with you. I think, um, that, I think that franchise is extremely underrated, because it's just kind of totally. seen as like, oh yeah, I remember playing that on PS1, but like, the the mentality that like, yeah, but now we have Uncharted, now we have better action games, it's like, no, these are really fucking good action games. I would go as far to say... Um, some of the action in um, Tomb Raider is better than some of the than the action in uh, Uncharted. They just the, it's the the talent trees are so good. The the leveling up is so good. The crafting is so good. Yeah, I think mechanically Tomb Raider has better gameplay. Definitely. Uh, and like same thing, like the action is just different to me than from the Uncharted, where That's the Uncharted true. action. It's, it's more, more like cinematic, set yeah, yeah, cinematic set piece sort stuff, sort of stuff. And Tomb Raider is more like in, engaging action, I guess. But yeah. Um, no, yeah, you're totally right. That being said, yeah, I, I agree. It's totally underrated. I think a lot of people. It's obviously popular because they're making a third one, you know. But um, yeah, it definitely doesn't get quite as much love as I think it should. It's really, really good. The storytelling is beautiful too. Yeah, it is really really good they said the full reveal will be april 27th and then it'll be out in september so i'm like heck yeah yeah it always kind of goes like um i noticed the announcements i feel like don't aren't quite as big as the uh, some other things too but i guess that's just tomb raider um well like it's crazy because we're starting the e3 hype sooner and sooner and sooner i know right i noticed that like we just got confirmation of shit like that would have been cool if it was just a surprise like we kind of yeah. we kind of expect division two to be in the works we expect it to leak before e3 and then we expect to see it instead yeah. ubisoft is just like yo before it leaks we're working on division two <laughs> and we're like oh shit it's just a logo and it's just like yeah we'll show you more at e3 it's like well uh, damn it now we know it's gonna be there it takes away from that surprise i know what you mean like it's there's no surprises anymore um that being said the division. Why? Why is it getting a new a sequel? I don't understand why it's getting a sequel. I didn't think anyone played the division. Yeah, it's it it goes into that whole uh, streaming thing like that. I don't understand. I feel like there's just these games have a community, and unless you have your ear to the ground to that community, you don't realize that it's like a passionate group. Of Apparently, people. yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't realize it was a thing, but apparently people are playing it because they're going to make another one, so... Yeah. I mean, um, it's like, I, like, Greg Miller doesn't talk about it that much anymore, but, like, his Friday the 13th obsession... Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. Like, because he's in that community and he's in the Reddit, he always mentions how people talk about, like, every small update, and they're like, oh, this weapon does slightly less damage, or like, oh, now this character moves a little bit faster or something, and it's just like... Oh, uh, yeah. In my mind, no one's playing that game. I know no one who's playing it. But. Right, yeah, I don't know. I didn't I didn't know anyone who played it in the beginning. But, <laughs> but if you were to download it and play it, you would see, like, a good yeah. couple, probably thousand people in there. I guess so. I, it's, it's just weird that all these games have all these communities that we are totally unaware of, but apparently they're making hand over fist because... <laughs> I'm wondering where Assassin's Creed is going to go because of this, because Ubisoft is really very much in the supporting the already existing product. Like you said, like Rainbow Six That's is true. on its year three DLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Division got supported to the point that people are still playing it to be excited for Division 2. 
Yeah, that's amazing to me. And, like, Assassin's Creed doesn't really have that. And You're right. I think we're going to be seeing that with uh, with the Far Cry coming up, because I think they're both similar open-world games that whatever Far Cry does to kind of keep people playing Far Cry, I think is what they're going to do with Assassin's Creed. I could definitely see that. Well, especially, obviously, being um, similar open-world style survival-y games. Um, I, I, I'm definitely interested to see what they're going to do to keep people around. I would like to see more like weird DLC and stuff from Assassin's Creed, you know what I mean? Um, Far Cry seems to nail that with like Blood Dragon and with the um, DLC like announcement they did a little while back. They oh, get yeah, like the, the weirdness going, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or well, the, uh, the the Mars one and stuff like that. If, have you played the uh, Origins DLC? I haven't, actually. So it actually is kind of a little bit more zany than you think. Okay, okay. Uh, they have these things called the Trial of the Gods, which are limited time events for a few weeks, maybe the month, where if you go in and you're a high enough level and you have strong enough gear, you challenge the gods, and it's literally like you versus this Godzilla-sized pharaoh boss. That's actually pretty cool. Okay. Totally did not know that. Yeah, and it exists in there because it's in the desert and it's a hallucination. And that's Uh, how you go into the mission. uh, Doing a bunch of drugs in Assassin's Creed is what you said. (laughs) Yeah. And like the the DLC that just came out today, uh, Curse of the Pharaohs, I think is pretty much just a mummy zombie like story oh okay <laughs> where, like, the for mummies sure. are coming back and the pharaohs are like trying to get their revenge or something that, okay. that's what i get I, from like the concept art so it, it's i honestly zany. didn't play uh, i didn't play a lot of assassin's creed origins um i i played a lot of old assassin's creed games but i kind of fell off after um the one with the in london with uh, the brother so, and sister syndicate. yeah 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 syndicate i i played that one a little bit and i kind of was like eh and I haven't really played a lot since then. See, I liked uh, Syndicate a lot, actually, but I never finished it because it was just getting mm. too much to do. And yeah, that's understandable. That year off really helped me kind of miss Assassin's Creed, so I went all in with this one. I was like, yeah, you know what? This will be fun. And that's for sure. Probably my favorite Assassin's Creed, dude. <laughs> I heard really. That's what my. I was literally just talking to my other YouTuber friend yesterday, and um, he was saying the same thing. He's like, "It's probably the best Assassin's Creed that was that's ever been made." Yeah. I was like, hmm, "Like right, those sure. RPG mechanics that they add to it, and like the gear and loot system is like just enough to keep me wanting to do like, oh, I'll just do this side mission over here, see what I get. Oh, this mission over here. Oh, one more mission." And that's, like, such an addicting loop. I like that. It reminds me, it uh, sounds a lot like uh, Legend of Zelda, um, Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. Where they, like, constantly put something else in your way, and you're like, oh, I want to go over there and see that, or, you know, like, go and get this, or do this to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Breath of the Wild, we got that new Smash announcement. Oh, oh, oh. What? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> do you think that is a port, or do you think that's a new Smash? Oh my god, me and my friends got in this huge argument the other <laughs> night because we were all drinking and we couldn't... I was saying, I think it's going to be a port. And they were saying that they think it's going to be a brand new game. They did make a good point, we looked it up, the last Smash Bros. game came out about four years ago, which is a lot longer than I thought. That being said, I don't see any reason why... They wouldn't just port the Wii U one over. It's the best Smash Bros. that's ever been made, and it's 
people still want to play it. It's there's nothing wrong with it, and they can update it. I don't I don't see any reason why they would make a new one. I I think it's a new one. Okay, for sure. Yeah, I just think like tonally, obviously it is just a teaser, and it's meant to kind of excite, but tonally it just seemed darker. So that's true. That's true. Doing the, that. Um... And obviously, they're already starting with a new character with the Inkling, which could just be a port, and then it's just like, oh, with an extra character or two. I feel like Switch is just nailing it with shit that they're like, why add new characters when we can just have a new game? That's that's true. That's a good point. Um, you make a very strong point. Like, I want to play as the Labo, like the just the guy in that la- cardboard robot suit. Yes. Oh, <laughs> like... my God. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be so good. Uh, that, that's uh, my Smash prediction character. <laughs> They did, uh, we did just get a, you know, a new Zelda and a new Mario, so I could totally see it being, um, a thing where they just decide to make a new one. Um, I don't know though, I guess. You, you make some strong arguments and you just... Fingers crossed. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I'd love a new Smash Bros, that'd be amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, let's go ahead and, uh, wrap up the show here, folks. All right. You let every... One, know all your stuff, where to follow you, where to subscribe, and, and Facebook, and all that. Go! Totally. Um, I'm Brandon, of course, everybody. Um, I am the lead over at Digital Therapy. I am the guy that does all the editing and all that stuff, and usually if you comment down below, uh, I will comment you back. Anyway, uh, find, you guys can find us on YouTube.com slash Digital Therapy. We're also on Facebook, uh, just Facebook groups slash Digital Therapy. We're on Twitter and Instagram as D-G-T-L-T-H-R-P-Y. I know that's a little annoying. It's just Digital Therapy without the owls, so don't freak yourself out or anything. Um, anyway, that's about it. We stream every Friday night. In fact, we will be streaming later tonight around 7.30 Mountain Time, so you guys can catch us there. Um, and we make videos uh, every week, so come and, you know, say hello. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Uh, for me, you guys already know, or hopefully you don't because you're new and we just got new listeners, yay. Uh, <laughs> Facebook.com slash groups slash WickedPixelated, where we all post random new stuff and all the episodes of our shows. This is a side podcast to Wicked Pixelated OG that me and Mike do, but right now his computer's oh, out. Uh, YouTube, Wicked Pixelated, there's a channel where I just kind of upload the audio there. It's on SoundCloud, so Wicked Pixelated, you can listen to it there. And it's on iTunes, Wicked Pixelated, everywhere. You can find us on Craigslist, you can find us on MySpace, Wicked Pixelated, all that jazz. Wicked Pixelated! <laughs> So, thank you, Brandon, for being on. I know it's an early day, so you enjoy the rest of your evening. You too, my dude. It's been nice to talk to you. It's been quite a minute. We'll have to uh, chat again here soon. For sure. You'll definitely still be on Wicked Pixelated. Sweet. I would love to be on any time, so just invite me, my man. Coolio. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.